You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to the Make Meaning Podcast. I'm Lynn Galadner, a writer, entrepreneur, and change maker, and I've dedicated my life to sharing stories of how people make meaning in their work and find purpose in their lives. You just heard a great original composition by my son, Asher Schreiber. This podcast highlights some of the great ideas and activities people do every day to make the world a better place. So much of the meaning we find comes from interacting with great people, developing relationships that are mutually beneficial, and doing work that inspires. I hope you'll be inspired by the people you meet on this podcast. We all need to find a way to make meaning in the mundane. I'd like to welcome Jackson Riggler to the Make Meaning Podcast. Jackson is founder and CEO of Oshki Merchandise, an apparel company he started last summer after he finished his junior year of high school. Welcome to Make Meaning, Jackson. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Lynn. Yeah, I'm so inspired by you. You are, are you 18 now? Yeah, I just turned 18 in March. Happy mm-hmm. birthday. So you're 18, <laughs> you're graduating you. high school, you're going to Michigan. Go blue, right? Yes, yeah, correct. Go I'm, blue. I'm an alum, so I'm you know pretty it. proud of that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear what inspired you to create your company. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, well, I've always been interested in the idea of entrepreneurship and really applying your passions to the business world. Um, that kind of started in the beginning of high school. Uh-huh. Um, I started reading books about Steve Jobs and Elon Musk, mm-hmm. some of the you know top entrepreneurs in the world today. Mm-hmm. And um, just they all had varying passions and they weren't all the same mm-hmm. or in the same field, but um, just th- the way they attacked what they believed in mm-hmm. and um, really pushed through with their beliefs and their dreams uh, really inspired me to do something like that on my own. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've always loved the Great Lakes. It's always been a huge part of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Back to when I was a little kid, um, I remember my mom, I would be out on the lake either fishing or just trying to catch little creatures with uh, a net that Uh I would always take everywhere. Uh And uh, I can remember her not being able to get me off the water ever. And <laughs> that's that's really transferred over to um, what I do in my apparel brand, Ashki. So mm-hmm. when I started, I started it in March. Well, I started in July, but I came up with the idea in March. Uh-huh. And in the news at that time, in March 2017, it was really big news about the Trump administration. Um, the proposed budget cuts mm-hmm. that were for Great Lakes funding, sure, as well as the ongoing threats of both the Line 5 pipeline bursting, as well as Asian carp is an ongoing threat. And so I just really saw those three threats as something that 
people should be taken seriously. And I, I know a lot of people even, even living in Muskegon that aren't really aware, mm-hmm. um, of the magnitude of these risks and, um, what they can, what they could do to the Great Lakes. And so, um, I decided I was going to start something that would help the Great Lakes. And so I decided to donate 5% of all proceeds, Mm -hmm. um, to the Alliance for the Great Lakes, which, uh, is a nonprofit located in headquartered in Chicago. Okay. But, um, I also, they had an office in Muskegon and then I do beach cleanup events with them in the summer. Okay. Um, where we pick up garbage off the beach mm-hmm. and they, they organize them all over the state. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's what uh, inspired me to start Oshkin in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of looked up, you know, I think it has a good meaning because Oshkin means uh, fresh in Native American Ojibwa mm-hmm. and the Ojibwa tribe was native to the Great Lakes mm-hmm. region. Um, and, you know, just the idea that we kind of revolve around the lakes, that the lakes don't revolve around us. Right. That's, you know, a r- real importance that people have to realize. And that's why I started um, Ashki in the first place. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. It's it's so impressive um, just to be a teenager and I'm just going to start a company and you do. And it, it not only has cool apparel, but... Um, that the pro- part of the profits goes to protecting the Great Lakes is is a beautiful concept. You know, I um, I mean, I grew up in the Metro Detroit area and love going up north and spending time, especially on Lake Michigan shore. And um, I just don't. I've never understood how people can take our natural resources for granted and for their own use and not think about the potential long term impact of destroying our habitat. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I understand that we need other resources. We need oil or or gas or whatever. And so pipelines make sense, but it has never made sense to me to run them on the bottom of the lake bed and Mm -hmm. not think that that's going to corrupt the fresh water. So, Mm -hmm. um, you you know, I'm heartened to see a younger generation um, with so much hope and um, and promise to maybe change our tomorrow. So I really commend you on being a leader in that movement. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I think, you know, whenever you're thinking about uh, what you want to do with your life or whatever, I think it should always um, be correlated to leaving a better tomorrow for the future ahead of us. Cause yeah. Only after so long can you continually leave um, negative uh, a negative future for the people that come after us. And I think that's a really an important thing for me is you have to make people look forward to the future rather than dread it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. any way that you can do that through, um, you know, charitable donations or you know, there's a million ways to do things, but honestly, positive change in society, there's so many ways um, that people can get involved. And I think it's just really an important thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So um, where did you get this entrepreneurial spirit? Did you know, were you inspired by your parents? Or are there people Mm -hmm. in your life that really sort of motivated you to, to 
take these plunges and and make a difference? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can remember it's always been something in my heart ever since I was a little kid. I, I can remember um, starting my own lemonade stand, which mm-hmm. is like you know your classic little kids first business, but uh-huh. it's actually something that I really devoted my time to, um, <laughs> in my elementary years as a kid. And also my grandpa, he owns a, um, steel business hmm. and a very, a very successful steel business in, um, Muskegon. Uh-huh. And, uh, I just, through him, he just really opened my eyes to some of the, um, you know, the ways that you can, uh, show your passion through business. And mm-hmm. he's someone that, you know, I've always looked up to as well as my parents. Um, my mom self-employed as an architect and, um, my dad's always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. So, um, just really the influences in my life as well as just really starting to read books about, you know, your top guys and Steve jobs and stuff. It, always just appealed to me ever since I was a little kid, for sure. That's awesome. That's very cool. So I noticed that you said one of your inspirations is the founder of Patagonia, um, which Mm -hmm. is so ironic because it was just recently that the New York Times did a huge, huge piece in the Sunday business section about Patagonia um, and really Mm -hmm. how they have this foundation and um, they're suing the president because of some of the... um, acts that he's initiating against some of the national parks. So if you haven't seen that mm-hmm. article, you should look it up. It's, it's a humongous article. It's like yeah, three pages. I, I have seen that article. Um, Yvonne Chouinard, that's his name. He, I re- became first interested in him through his book as well as he has the NPR, um, how it's made yep. interview mm-hmm. um, that I listened to as well. And mm-hmm. he really fights for things on the political side lately, especially through mm-hmm. the Trump administration. But just, you know, the way that he um, just stands up for what he believes in, regardless of uh, the, the potential consequences, I think it's definitely an inspiring thing for environmentalists. Yeah. So, yeah, that's well, the one I've always looked up to. Well, it's funny because right after I read the article, um, I actually reached out to Patagonia to see if their new CEO would do an interview for this podcast. And, you know, we haven't launched yet. So when we do launch in July of 2018 and, you know, we'll build up a presence and, and a brand awareness, I'm hoping that um, I'll go back and they'll say, now we know who you are, so we'll do an interview. But um, I just mm-hmm. was so inspired by um, even, you know, the people go to the company because of the values as opposed to um, because of the money that they'll make. I mean, they will make money because they're doing good things, but um, mm-hmm. I think corporate values make a huge difference. And so I'm interested to see where you go in your future career. You know, if this is the start of it, um, of course, I'm sure you'll scale great heights. So in that mode, I'm wondering what's next for you. I know you're going to Michigan in the fall. What's your hope mm-hmm. for what you'd like to study there? Um, I'll probably study LSNA mm-hmm. um, and then do a dual minor at the business school. Okay. Um that's probably what I'm looking forward to doing. And then really just LSNA, they give you a lot of options to kind of um, work away, work around like what you're passionate about. So I can take certain electives that are environmentally based sure. as well as um, entrepreneurial minor and entrepreneurial minor that um, is one of the top in the country actually there. Fabulous. And um, that just really... It gives you a lot of leeway 
at, mm-hmm. at University of Michigan yes. to really um, revolve around what you're passionate about. And That's awesome. there's so much potential um, to get involved in clubs as well. There's environmentalist clubs. Mm-hmm. There's business-oriented finance clubs. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, university-funded programs there that uh, help kids like me who are interested in business mm-hmm. um, really thrive in that environment. So I'm excited to go that route next year. Uh-huh. And then for the future, um, there's, you know, a million ideas I have. So sure. just a lot of potential um, through the University of Michigan that enables me to have a better future. That's awesome. So um, I want to ask you, by the way, growing up right on the shores of Lake Michigan, what kind of water sports are your favorites? Um, I love paddle boarding uh-huh. as well as uh, just boating in general. Okay. Um, paddle boarding is just my probably my top one. I have my own paddle board and I have a truck too. So I just throw it back there and drive to the beach all the time and summer mornings and um it's my favorite around 9 to 10 a.m uh-huh. it's really clear and calm and you can see schools of fish and i love uh going on the water that's awesome for that's sure. very so, cool so i think i'd like to ask you what advice you might have for our listeners about how to make meaning in your life whether it's in work that you do or your daily life um, what advice do you have for people about how they can make meaning um, I would say don't fake it. Um, uh-huh. In the way social media works in society altogether kind of is to kind of paint yourself after someone else or uh, model yourself after something someone has done or, you know, compare yourself to others. But I think from a young age, that's an important thing is um, you have to, you know, do things that you really love because mm-hmm. uh, you don't you can't consider what everyone else thinks. Um, even though it's you know hard to do that, especially kids in my generation, because there's so many expectations to go to a four year college, and um, you know it's just kind of a mold society lays out for kids my age. Yeah. Um, so I think the way to com- combat that is definitely just be yourself and uh, be courageous in expressing your own thoughts and beliefs because um, life's too short not to, I guess. Yeah, you make a really good point. And I've worked with a lot of teens. Um, I have a nonprofit called One Earth Writing that brings teens together in um, writing workshops. And they're from different races, religions, and socioeconomic origins. And um, it surprised me when I first started a couple years ago and I'm the mom of teens, so I have four teens of my own. But um, it surprised me to hear from teens that they were afraid most of growing up. And I mean, I never felt that way when I was a kid. I couldn't wait to get out there and take the world by storm. But what I was hearing is that the expectations for test scores and which university to go to and which career to take and how much of a salary you should earn was just so overwhelming that a lot of kids we're just sort of paralyzed by fear. Do you, do you find that among teens today or? Um, yeah, what? I think that's for sure. Especially with, you know, this being my last uh, day of high school, that's something that I experienced a lot of among my classmates is no one wants to leave. No one wants to grow up. Huh. And, uh, you know, that's 
I mean, I think that's not super rare, but um, I think for sure the expectations of test scores and, you know, everyone molding your career and what do you want to be, everyone expects you their senior year of high school to know exactly what you want to be when you grow up and what you're going to do. And that's something that really appealed me to the education at U of M and the option to do a lot of uh, different things Mm -hmm. through business in LSNA. Mm -hmm. And I think no one should ever be ashamed of not knowing what they want to do because, I mean, in reality, there's adults that still don't know what they want (laughs) to do with their life. And I think, I mean, that's nothing to bash on people about, but I think you have to um, just not be so scared about those expectations because there's a lot of um, time to figure out what you want to do. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. You know, it's interesting. And I'm sorry that kids today are growing up with that pressure and that stress. But I tell my kids all the time, you don't have to know. And, and frankly, I'm doing this career now, which is an evolution from where I started in journalism. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, my next pivot might be to own a bakery one day, or I mean, who knows? And I think that's Mm -hmm. the fun of life is that you get to, you get to do whatever you want and try new things, um, no matter how old you are. So, um, you don't have to know now. And I'm sure whatever you go on to do will be fantastic. And I'm going to be watching. So, Mm -hmm. um, I just want to thank you, Jackson Riggler for being here today and chatting with me about how we make meaning. And I'd love our listeners to check out Ashki merchandise, which they can find at ashki.us, correct? Yes, that is correct. Thank you very much for having me on, Lynn. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Good luck and congratulations. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Take care.